Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today. I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful for every moment that we get to be able to spend together here on the radio talking about your life and your business. Within you is something great, something amazing, and something that must be shared with the world. Each of us has a gifting. We have a talent, a treasure, if you will, stored up within us, and we need to share who we are with the world. We need to give the best of ourselves, but we also need to be responsible to teach to others what we know, to pass along that thing that we know in this world. A lot of times, um, you know, and I'm probably just as guilty of it as any others, we look for big, wow, transformational, amazing things in the world that we have to do in order to have it qualify. We need to be on par with Tony Robbins or Oprah or Lisa Nichols or, you know, any of the other gurus of uh, transformational speaking and stuff like that. And if, if our message doesn't quantify that way, then, oh, well, it just isn't good enough, right? I think a lot of times all of us fall into that trap. But the truth of the matter is, is the teaching that you have, that thing that you do, that you then break down in an easy, you know, maybe even third or fourth grade level learning capability for somebody so that they can move from where they are to the next step in a particular thing that they didn't know before. That is just as powerful and just amazing as the internal work breakthroughs that other people do. It can be things as simple as how can I make, uh, you know, the Alexa device in my house control the turning on and off of my lights and the technologies behind a lot of those kind of things can seem overwhelming and yet people who have the capability to be able to teach that have the ability to bring what often creates a level of frustration that makes people not even start and makes it easy enough that they feel not only ready to start it, but empowered that they can do it. And that's really amazingly powerful. Money is another one of those things. We all look at uh, rise and fall of Wall Street and people who made millions and lost millions and 401ks that lost half of it overnight because of a Wall Street crash and those kind of things. And for those that don't have the talent or the knowledge to do financial type of trading, that can also be really difficult, really mysterious um, to many people. And so we really need to understand that that thing that we have within us, that we can break down easily for somebody and make it for them so that they can be like, oh, hey, I get that. I think I can do that. Empower them just a little bit. They don't need to learn everything that we know. They just need to be able to take a first step, a needlepoint shift in a direction that they want to go but they don't feel empowered to do because they don't have the information. It makes all the difference in the world. It makes such an amazing, powerful difference for the person looking for that information. So today we want to bring you a couple of really amazing guests um, and have them explain to us some of the more difficult things in life that they've broken down into things that are now making it so easy and the tools that they've created so you can powerfully Use things like that in your life and thrive in all that you do 
Because after all, isn't that the key component of what we're here for is to learn how to be a thriving entrepreneur in our lives and in our business. We've got two amazing guests and I'm going to jump right into the first one right now. So grab a pen and paper, get ready to take some notes and let's dive into learning from others and learning also to teach that thing that we can show up powerfully in the world and empower others with as well here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Join me in welcoming Gary Rockus. Hey, Gary, how are you doing today? I'm doing great here in the Midwest. Beautiful day. Good. I'm so glad to hear it. So your book is called Your Smart Home Voyage. Um, talk to us a little bit first about just who you are and how you, uh, you know, what you do in the world. Well, uh, I've got a long career of being uh, an educator in the technology area. Uh, early on, I taught at a high school and a middle school. I mean, not, not a middle school, but at a community college. And uh, one of the things I found out was that applications were the key to it. And uh, Bill Nye and I had dinner one night. And we were talking about how you present to people. And uh, we agreed that we go to a third grade level we keep it simple. We make it uh, application oriented. And I've always taught to what I call the C student. It doesn't mean that these people don't know uh, or are not capable of learning. It's just that they want to, to, to take place, which is the average person. So my approach has always been keep it simple, show them an application, get them involved in the story. And I call it my voyage because uh, when you go on a voyage, you're looking for adventure, you're looking for new ideas, you're looking for new concepts. And that's the way my book is set up, is to take you on a voyage of a smart home. So maybe there's some people that are listening that don't know or understand. Explain to us, uh, like we're third graders, um, <laughs> what a smart home is. Well, the neat thing about a smart home, it's what you want to make it to be, because um, I use a lot of examples. In fact, in my book, uh, I have animation and I have video. Uh, children used to like these pop-up books where the thing would pop out. of. The, well, what I do is I use the QR codes on your phone and you could put it on a page and a smart bedroom, a smart living room, a smart kitchen come up. And I begin to show you ideas of what you could possibly do with your home. And I start with a bedroom quite often and I say, I think if you had a child that was deaf or blind, you could have uh, a vibrating pillow uh, that would wake them. You could have flashing lights that could let them know whether there's a fire or whether there's uh, uh, someone intruder. And if you start thinking in terms of what your home will be to make your life better and smarter, that's kind of the approach that I take. I'm not looking for real high level uh, sophistication. I'm looking for practical solutions to make your life better, make my life better. There's so many fun things you can do too with a smart home, you know, having this connected to that and uh, share TV screens. And I mean, just so many fun things you can do. Um, what maybe is your favorite smart home application? Well, I, I have to tell you that it's the simplest thing, but just being able to walk into certain rooms and say, Alexa, turn on the radio, Alexa, turn on a light. Those seem like uh, very simple things, but a lot of times, uh, rather than stumbling over something or running across the room to turn on that program that you wanted to catch, it's kind of fun to be able to do that. But I think it's also important to know that uh, it can save you money. Uh, you can save energy. You can make yourself safer. And you still can have fun, too. I remember the first time I moved into a house that had a nest, you know, the nest thermostat. I loved that thing. It was so cool, you know, because then when your wife nudges you and says, you know, hey, it's too hot in here, it's too cold in here, then instead of having to, have to walk into the living room or whatever, you can just pick up your phone, change the temperature right there, put it back down and go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
what you can add to it. Uh, and it depends on, on the level of sophistication. Uh, the, a, the Nest now has what they call AI, which is artificial intelligence, and it will study some of your patterns, but it also has the ability to turn it on and off. And uh, what I tell people about smart homes, there's only three things you really need to know about it. And that is there's an input, there's a process, and there's an output. And what I mean by that is you can think of a doorbell. It used to be a simple thing. You press the doorbell, the electricity went to the bell and the bell rang. Now, and that was a input, a process, and an output. Now you can push that same button and you can get an alert on your phone. You can get an alert uh, on your TV. You can get a video uh, anywhere. So is the application different? No, you want to know that somebody's at your front door. So input, process, and output. And if you look at every piece of equipment in a smart home, get to those three basics and you understand what a smart home is about. So... Forgive the geek in me, but if I can go a little technical with you for just a minute, um, wired versus wireless, what is your opinion? Well, uh, quite frankly, in most cases, wired is very good because it's solid, it's uh, there, and, and if the conductors are the right sizes, particularly in music and that, it's, it's, it's also good for internet connection. However, in short distances with a good uh, home setup for internet, wireless works very well. So it's really a choice. Uh, and generally, wireless goes into homes that are already constructed. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, and the wired gets wired in on new construction, particularly the internets. Uh, a lot of them are putting in fiber optic cables, those kind of things. It is really possible to do now, too, because you just mentioned, for example, fiber optic cables. The cost for the cabling has gone down so much over the course of the last you know, decade or so. Exactly. In fact, I got 20,000 feet of that cable in my house. Uh, I was fortunate enough to build my own home, and uh, that's the time to run all the cables. And it had the cat. Uh, file. It also had the uh, fiber with it. So it's a combination cable. So you could get any technology you wanted uh, appropriate. I did this about 10 years ago. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to do any kind of remodeling that's removing walls or ceilings or anything like that, that would be a definitely good time to run some new wires. Right. Especially if you see the way that they used to run wires, it's kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> well, one of the things I do, and I point out, there's a, a chapter on understanding the internet itself and getting a good connection because, and where to place it and the kind of things that will be obstacles. It's interesting that all the new homes are being built. Uh, one of them that I was at a workshop, they said, well, what kind of products are you putting in there? They said, we are making internet ready homes so that any device that they want to put in will go into our homes, which I thought was kind of an interesting approach. And it emphasizes why it's so important to get the core internet and its connections in the home uh, well distributed so that you can have access when you need it. A lot of times, especially when you start talking about stuff like this, people's eyes kind of glaze over because it seems so technical and so hard. But talk to us a little bit more about how easy your book actually makes this for the average person to actually be able to take this voyage. Well, I think uh, what helps is that I break it down into the things that you may want to look at. Not everybody wants everything in a smart home. So I have chapters on energy, I have chapters on solar, I have chapters on water management, I have chapters on uh, a little bit of music. And what I do is I take you through room by room and show you what's possible. In other words, in a, in a bathroom, you've got mirrors that you can adjust for uh, 
clarity to get your makeup on properly. You can have music in the shower if you want it. I take you into the kitchen and show you uh, smart appliances. And all along the way, I'm not going high level. I'm, I'm explaining things. For example, people will say transmitter and receiver. Oh my God, what is that? What's a transceiver? And then I tell them, pick up your cell phone because you're holding a transceiver. It's transmitting and it's receiving. And all you're doing is taking devices like that and putting your home, only they're miniaturized. And they're talking through this box that you have, which is your internet box. And so I make it very simple. I explain the frequencies that are involved. And I say, you know, if you had, you're going down the road, the ambulance has a different frequency than the police. The police have a different frequency than the military. And your home has a different frequency than all of them so that you can be isolated in your area. So what I try to do is use a lot of applications, a lot of examples. And like I said, uh, when I can use a graphic, when I can use animation and I use four color. And then at the end of each chapter, uh, I have a checklist that says, you know, I'm interested in this, this, and this. When you finish the book, you have a composite of all the things that you would like to do then you can begin to your, go to your vendors and look at how you might get them. And one of the things I tell people is pick out the devices and get the same kind of devices so that they all talk to each other. The two biggest problems with the internet system and the uh, language that they use and the way i tell people to think of that you can get on a telephone conversation but if one is speaking japanese and the other is speaking english it's not going to communicate by the same token you can pick up a phone and try to talk to a cell phone and and you can't connect so there's a term called interoperability uh, that's the biggest word i use in the book the other one that other big name i know is uh, delicatessen so i really try to minimize the vocabulary but if i do i go to very good lengths to explain in context what that interoperability is and it's just merely talking to each other the devices so i try to keep it simple you mentioned earlier alexa and we talked about nest and um just in your opinion from your experience what is the easiest, um, if you will, low impact uh, smart device that you can add into your home to begin with? Just kind of dip your toe in the water a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, unless you're uh, an Apple fan or you have a specific technology that you want to go with, Alexa is a pretty good uh, venue. Uh, he was pretty smart in that they gave away the software so to speak because what does amazon sell they sell equipment well if that equipment uses the language then they're going to sell more equipment so for a test i would i would just do one or two devices and uh, go through the learning curve and uh, don't spend a lot of money because you can really get hooked and you can get into too many things and then you're you get frustrated and you don't want to do anything very good advice. Um, well, for people on the whole other side of the fence, uh, what if you don't want to have your home be a smart home at all? Does that mean you're going to eventually not be able to use your own house? Or are we a long ways away from that? Well, I, I think whether we realize it or not, we, we have been using some smart devices. You got a garage door opener. You got a telephone. You have uh, a fan that maybe uh, you turn on and off uh, remotely. So there are devices that are there. Uh, what people I think get afraid of is, is it listening to me? Will it talk to me? Will it take over my home? Uh, and what's going to happen if the internet goes down? So I encourage people to, you know, realistically approach what it is that they want. That's why I take them through each room. And literally, uh, I suggest they take my book with their QR code and their phone and go in the bedroom, go through the animation, and then begin to perceive, gee, you know, this sounds good. Maybe I do want shades that go up and down. Uh, maybe I do want to uh, have a, a, 
system in here with music. Maybe I have someone who's handicapped or has a disadvantage. What can I do that will make my life better? And then there's other things like energy management. You can buy a little device that plugs into the wall and you'll find that some of the appliances that you have, some of the equipment you have uses electricity 24 seven. They call it ghost voltages or ghost currents. And by plugging this little device in, you can monitor it and realize, oh, you know, I'm using that energy. Then you can buy a smart plug or a device that allow you to turn that on and off when you only need it. So there's a lot of things you can do if you kind of get into it. And uh, but I said, don't jump in so hard that you're going to take a hard fall. Ease yourself into it. I think the book is an adventure. I think it gives you a real good overview. And uh, what we're finding, too, is realtors are starting to pick it up because they want to be able to explain. The uh, people who are selling homes uh, need to explain to other folks. And at the end of the book, by the way, I do have a section on how to sell a smart home and how to buy a smart home. And then I also suggest, do you want to do it yourself? Do you want to rent it like you would a security system? Or if you go to plunge, you can spend tens of thousands of dollars hiring an installer to make it a completely smart home. I would stay away from that unless you're real geek and you're willing to deal with the frustration of having a totally smart home. <laughs> uh, because there are issues. There's no question about it. But on the I think you'll have fun. I will enjoy it and uh, give it a shot. The book is called Your Smart Home Voyage by Gary Rockus. Um, really a lot of fun and an easy to read, uh, interactive kind of book. Uh, I do appreciate uh, and I do hope that you will go get the book. In fact, I'm going to put the link in the chat right now for you to go to Amazon. You can get it for free today. Uh, Gary, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the time. Have a great day. Thank you. Smart homes are so cool, and I could have geeked out the whole time with Gary for hours just talking about all the nuances of it. But for a lot of people, it's something that they just don't even know where to start. Um, or maybe you get given an Alexa device, or um, maybe we even have just something as simple as um, Hey Google on your phone. And uh, from that, you find yourself overwhelmed, and so you just don't even go into it at all. Gary's book is a great place to start. There are so many cool things you can do in your house now that really do help you save money, save time, um, you know, do things that you don't really want to do anyway. Whether it be as simple as things we used to have to buy, like, you know, the little timer you plug your lamp in the living room in, and at 11 o'clock a.m. and p.m., it turns the light on for 20 minutes when you're gone. Well, you can do those kind of things, but in a much more smart, much more randomized way. Um, there are just tons and tons of really cool stuff you can do. And I really do encourage you to get Gary's book to check out all of the things that you can do in a smart home and then just take a little step on your smart home journey. And I encourage you too, as you're listening to Gary, as you listen to the rest of the show too, to be thinking about what's that thing that I could teach, that I could make easy for somebody else and empower their life, just like Gary has done with his book, for me. And then together we can all live as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Don't go away. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk 
with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about learning from those who can teach things to us and then teaching the things that we can make easy for others from the things that we do so well. In the first segment, we were talking about taking a smart home journey and Gary shared some really amazing tips and tricks with us for that and helped us start that journey. Next, we want to talk about your money. There are so many things that can be so frustrating when it comes to investments and your money and how can I build a portfolio and what can I do to make money and how do I keep my money safe and my 401k went belly up from one day to the next because of and and all those kind of things and they become really confusing for those of us that don't do it every day but there is uh, you know some really great stuff that can be taught to you to make it simple to make it easy to give you step-by-step instruction on how you can build financial freedom in your life You can be the kind of person who has the freedom financially to go where you want to go, do what you want to do, to bless those that I know you're going to bless when you have the capability financially to be able to do that. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day for all of us, isn't it? So let's listen in, thinking again, not only what can I learn from this, that'll be some easy steps I can apply, but also in the back of our mind thinking about what's that thing? that I should be teaching to others because I have something that I can teach to them too. Well, without further ado, let's jump right into this next interview. All right, they're back. My buddies from Wealth Without Wall Street, I want them to introduce themselves to you and then blow up your wealth today. So guys, thanks for joining me. Uh, Tell everybody a little bit about yourselves and who you are. Uh, Glad to be here, Steve. Uh, So I'm Joey, the Italian stallion Mure. And uh, I was a mortgage guy for 11 years, uh, learned some things from my mentor, Russ Morgan, who is here with me, and uh, over four years and decided, man, this is gold. Like, this is what people need to be free. Financial freedom is possible, and I need to help get the word out. And so transitioned in 2014 to uh, start Wealth Without Wall Street with Russ. Yeah, as he said, I'm basically his hero, Steve, and that's about where the success of my journey started. I think, like when, once I had Joey under my belt, but that I, I was a financial advisor, certified financial planner for a number of years, and when the market crashed in 2008, I was sitting there left unknowing to what what to do next, and everybody that I had um, learned from and talked to didn't know and didn't have the answers. And I know right now the environment seems to be getting kind of edgy and people are wanting to know what to do. And I I learned a path back in 2009 that we've been implementing over the last 11, 12 years now that has been creating more freedom that has not been focused on how do we build wealth from Wall Street. So it's fun to be able to have a conversation with you Yeah, I mean, it's been such a weird last few months, you know, the election is supposed to be election day, maybe election week, and then we move on, but it hasn't been that way yet. Um, And I think it's a good wake up call for us to be like, hey, maybe there's a different way to go after wealth. So what in 2021, what are the secrets to actually building wealth? Yeah, well, I'm going to jump in and I guess Joey and I'll kind of bounce back and forth. We still each other's thunder constantly. So I'm going to start with this, but I would say, and this is the process that we walk through with everyone. I mean, we, we believe that the, the, the formula to financial freedom is easy, but the work to accomplish it is hard. 
And what I mean by that is that financial freedom can clearly be defined as when you have more passive income than you have monthly expenses. But in order to like figure that out and what, what you're trying to accomplish, you got to decide for yourself, like, what would you be doing if you were able to stop trading time for money? Like, what would that give you the ability to do? And for some people, it's like, it would just give me freedom in my job to work because I love it. Some, it may be the freedom to actually walk away from their job and maybe even create a business that they've always wanted to start. Maybe it's that that gives them the ability to go home and be a full-time mom. My wife did that. She was a dentist for over 10 years. And, and that was the thing that, that she desired the most. So for everyone, it's a little bit different, but I would say the first step to, to anything that we do is getting really clear. And, and Joey, we've talked about this at length, that sometimes it's really hard for people to even get to that mindset. Like the, the, they, they're challenged by the thought that can I dare to dream that I don't have to trade time for money for the rest of my life. Right. And I think it's like, you have to give yourself the license to dream because unfortunately the wall street mindset, and that's what we kind of talk about on our show a good bit is Willie wall street has convinced you that you need to work for 30 or 40 years, put in 40 hours a week, and then hopefully have 20 years left to live off of whatever you've accumulated. And what we would say is, is why is that the case? Why, why don't you give yourself the license to create the life you want today? And that's going to give you the framework on what to invest in. Like uh, what you kind of led off with, I think so many people want to know what vehicle to invest in especially like you think, man, 2021 is weird. It's, it seems eerily, <laughs> um, you know, related to the 2008 timeframe where things crashed and people want to know, well, what, what should we invest in? And I think without taking in consideration what Russ is talking about and what we're, we're, we're mentioning here is what does your life want to look like? If that, if you can get clear on that, that will give you the framework to know what sort of things in that you can invest in that would give you more of what you want. And, and so anyways, I, I feel like, first of all, dream a little bit, get really clear on what your why is behind that. And then, and only then can we start applying the vehicles to that. It's one of our coaches at wealth that wall street says it this way. He says, if you're not, if you can't tell me where you're headed, I can't help you pack. Right. <laughs> hey, can you help me pack my bag? Well, where are you going? That's the next obvious question. And so that's, that's what we're really about. Well, and I would say too, the, the beauty of the person listening to us right now is that you are already taking time to invest in yourself. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a podcast and you wouldn't be wanting to learn. How do you improve yourself? How do you grow yourself? And the first investment that we would always say should be in yourself, because the reality is that we should be producer producers. We should be creators. And, you know, you can't stop what's happened. I mean, there's, there's a lots of laws out there that, that are just our natural laws. And one of them is that per, uh, Pareto law. And that is that, that wealth will be created in the hands of a few. And, and that we are producers, we are creators. We should be trying to figure out how to increase our ability to do that. And when you are invested in yourself, you're, you're going against the grain. You're literally becoming one of the few who are able to create. And, and there's a lot of things that we can do financially. But the first thing that I would say is that you got to invest in yourself. Mm, I love that. So, and I've had this conversation so many times the last couple of weeks. You probably have too. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that, whether it be all of 2020 or just the last three, four months, they had a decent nest egg and they've spent all of what they had as their reserves. And now they're feeling a little bit panicky. Um, so it becomes hard to even think, you know, what would I like my life to look like? Well, what I'd like my life to look back like is I'd like to have that nest egg back. So where do we even start when we feel like we've kind of hit the end of what we can do? Yeah, I think it's interesting. We were, Joey and I have a financial mentor and coach. And, and one of the things that he said is when he comes to a point of being stuck, and I think this is kind of what you're saying, is that someone is getting to a position and they're stuck. And, and the hard part is when we, when we get to this point of being stuck, our brain almost shuts down, right? We, we set panic sets in and we quit thinking. 
And so he, he kind of lays out a process that he will allow himself to do when he feels stuck. And I'll just share the first thing that he says is plan. It's to literally sit down and start writing out all the things that I can do to get unstuck. Well, one of the things that we would apply that to in the financial world is setting your, your budget out. Like, I mean, this is such a simple, simple thing, but I would challenge that less than 10% of the people listening to us right now actively have some sort of budget where they know what's coming in, what's going out without question. So that's a really simple thing because reality is, is that the, one of the financial mentors that Joey and I had, he, he laid out this process of becoming your own banker. And he wrote this book and he talked about where some of his ideas originated. And one of those ideas came when he was uh, buying and selling a lot of real estate in the late seventies, early eighties. And he was stuck owing half a million dollars on a piece of real estate that he had borrowed money at, at, uh, at prime. And when prime rose from a little over nine and a half percent interest, all the way up to 23 and a half percent interest, he, he was owing 125,000 in interest alone on this note. And he didn't know how in the world he was going to get out of it. And one of the things that he, uh, that he would detail out is that I sat down and I got really close with where my money was going and how could I reverse the polarity of the dollars going into a direction that was away from me. So I would say when you're, when you're in this position and when you feel stuck and you feel cramped of not knowing what to do, the one thing that you can do is control your environment. The first thing is knowing where your money's going and organize it in a way. And the second thing I would add to that is each of us have been gifted a, uh, a certain or well, a certain number of gifts that we bring value to the world. Like God has made us in a way that we bring value to the world. And what I would say is there's always room for you and I to add value to this world. When things get tight, you can't lose sight of the fact that you have very specific gifts that you can do that may be different than what you've been doing, but could absolutely create additional revenues somewhere else. And so a lot of folks listening to this already have a business, okay? I think number one is you can look at what you're doing there and, and grow what you're doing by focusing in on what you're best at and then hiring people that can uh, offset the things that you're the weakest in. But if you don't already have that business and you're stuck, you feel stuck because you have this certain amount of income that's coming in, you don't see any way to get a raise because things are so tight right now. What is something else, other value that you can bring to someone else? And I guarantee you that money follows value. It's just one of those, again, irrefutable laws of the world that people pay for value. And so you bring that to others and it's going to happen. I love that. Um, while we're tackling, especially current limiting beliefs, um, let's tackle the big one. And that's the you have to be already uber rich in order to really start having an investment portfolio. Mm. I, I love that because that is one that is definitely a perpetuated conversation in the world, right? I, I remember at a very early age hearing, um, you gotta, you gotta have money to make money. Mm. Right. And, and that the thing, the part where Joey and I, maybe having the advantage to say that that's a complete fallacy is because we interview entrepreneurs every single day on our podcast. And we've heard a thousand stories about people who have become successful. So I'm just going to share one of many, but this is one from yesterday. We, we interviewed a, a, a guy who was um, in college uh, just two and a half, three years ago, who was in college. Now didn't have money. His parents didn't give him money. And he learned a skill of how to flip houses. He started flipping houses in his little town and did it three or four times a year for two years. And he learned a couple of things along the way, but he didn't have any money. So he actually had to go borrow money from private lenders to be able to fund the projects. And along the way, made some relationships, made some money. Then he turned around with that little bit of money that he had made from those things and learned another skill which was in a different type of real estate called land flipping. And he started, he learned how to buy and sell 
raw land. I'm talking about like $1,500 pieces of property, $700 piece of property, and was able to sell them for four times what he bought it on terms. And in just over one year, he's turned that little business into $10,000 a month of passive income. This is a kid who's not even 24 years old. He didn't have any money. He didn't even have a skill, but he learned one and started creating. So I would say that you can, you can totally do this. But like Joey said, you have to uh, value is money will always follow value. You got to be able to create value. And I'll, I'll add one more story. We interviewed uh, many people uh, in the real estate type space. And there's a couple of stories that stick out to me. One guy, actually, we just recently interviewed, he was also in college. He was waiting, he was uh, tending bar. Okay. And he started dating this girl, met this, the girl's mom's boyfriend. Okay. This is like, you know, how many connections can we make here? And he was a real estate investor. And he said, you know what? I started noticing that there must be something that that guy has a need for that I could meet. And what did he do? He went to him. He spent some time learning about real estate. And he said, what can I do to help you? Instead of asking for anything in return, he came with the idea of, I can do something that you need and add value to you. And what happened within about 24 months, he had learned the skills that it took to become a full-time real estate investor and now has, I mean, multi-millions of dollars and cash flows through mobile home park investing and other things. It doesn't have to be at that same level. But what, what the, the takeaway is, is find somebody who's been super successful in the things that interest you the most and find a way to serve that person with your unique skill set. And it, the skills will follow, which the money follows the skill. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to answer the question that's probably going through your head is how do I know what to do? Right. How, how these are, these are interesting ideas, but I have a full-time job. I run a full-time business. I have a family. How am I going to learn how to stop trading time for money when I'm having to trade time for money? Like, how do I learn how to do this? And one of the things, Steve, that we encourage everybody who kind of comes into our sphere to do once they join our community is that there, there's a, a course that we built called the Investor DNA. And it's a profile that somebody goes through and answers these questions about themselves. And it reveals to them from a financial perspective, the way they see the world. And because of that, then they partner with the coach to like literally start getting feedback as to what are the things and what are the ideas that I'm best apt to be able to do? Because for some people, they have this analytical brain. They really get people. They understand how the world works and they, and they can influence people. Well, through those ideas, they can find opportunities and insights. Just as an example that, that comes to mind, uh, there, there's a, uh, a lady in our community, her name's Dawn, and, and she was a mom and also a school teacher. And she was, uh, she was looking, though, how else could she benefit her family? And through our community, she learned what she was good at, which she was very people-oriented. And because of that, being people-oriented was good at influence. And she learned this skill of, of how to buy and sell raw land. I keep coming back to that idea. It's just, it just happened to be the same one. But she was really good at being able to like talk to people and buy properties and being able to get on the phone and, and sell properties. So she was doing this in her spare time, her five to nine, if you will. She's got to the point where now her passive income from doing that one thing is giving her the potential. If she wants to walk away from her full-time job, she can. She doesn't want to because she really loves teaching. But now she looks at teaching as her passion income instead of her active income. Oh, that's good. All right. So, and you've talked a lot about real estate, but um, when you think of wealth without wealth without Wall Street, um, are you mostly thinking of real estate, or what are you know the top four or five kind of things that we can make money without being real, uh, you know, without being Wall Street investors? So one of the things I would point you to, Steve, is each month. Um, well, first of all, here's the deal: Russ and I over the last four years, started our podcast with the intention of finding the very best ideas off of Wall Street that people are being successful with that you could do passively, okay? 
And through that, we took in a lot of information over the first two, two and a half years. And within the last year and a half, Russ and I have started implementing these things personally, because it's one thing to hear a great interview. And it's another thing to actually kind of put your money where your mouth is and do what you're learning so that people can see, does this really work or not? And by all means, Russ and I are not the smartest guys in the world, but we've started to implement some of these things. And so you can hear our actual numbers every single month. We report on them. It's our, our monthly passive income update episode that a lot of people look forward to hearing because they want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly things, the places where we failed forward, if you will. But just kind of give you a quick rundown. We have a land flipping business which we've kind of mentioned a couple times already. Some of our clients have utilized that as well. Um, we have a short-term rental business where we uh, rent to people like nightly or you know several night rentals at apartments that we um, kind of sublease. And there's a lot more to that that I can share. Um, we also have cryptocurrency mining computers, which that's that's a whole nother episode. I mean, it it is bizarre, but uh, it's been very good for us, especially lately. We've uh, in, we've invested into multifamily apartment complexes, uh, single family condos, uh, and then we've created our own informational businesses, like creating courses for people, um, small group coaching type things, and masterminds that people. We've just been able to pass along information and people want to pay us for that knowledge. And so there, those are just a few of the ideas that are that we've implemented, but there's and, some, so many more. Well, there's so many more. I mean, there's e-commerce. So we, uh, I can think of one of our, you know, we, we've had kind of a, a group that's come on several times onto our podcast and shared, and and they're they're great at helping people who want to build a business online through e-commerce and using Amazon as a distribution arm and, and creating their own brand. And one of our clients has, has, has taken that on and has built their own, um, uh, that sheet, uh, like, uh, like luxury bedding, yeah, luxury bedding, um, you know, uh, skews and have been, been uber successful now, uh, through that of like figuring out, figuring out what, um, what product they wanted to have and then going online and, and starting to sell and creating an e-commerce business, which is really interesting to me that, you know, obviously we see that in the environment where we are, where online purchasing is only on the, on the rise. And there's so many opportunities within that space for people to grow that there's an ever in never ending list of opportunities. We always say investing yourself because you never know what you can learn, but first you need to learn about yourself so that you can know how to invest in yourself. Would you say it's fair uh, to say that probably a person needs a little bit of outside help? I mean, even if it's just an online course or something to help them identify where they can begin making money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we highly recommend, that you get a coach. Um, at the end of the day, people try to do things on their own. And what you what we find is you can still get to the same destination, It's just going to take you a lot longer and potentially be a lot bumpier ride. Whereas if you work with a coach, you're borrowing that person's experience, and their expertise that they've built over a number of years, let's say, to to basically get there as fast as possible. And ultimately, if you're looking for financial freedom sooner, it is always a great investment to hire a coach who's been there, done that. And like I said, that uh, can add value. Perfect. So that's the perfect segue into how can a person go deeper with you and learn more from you? Yeah. Well, man, thank you, Steve. That's uh, so kind to share us with your audience and uh, we definitely don't take that for granted that when someone is wanting to learn the the way that we see our company is there as a teaching model. And we start first with, we would encourage you to go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash community. And because of that, 
once you access, we have built an online community that is off of the social media channels. And we did that on purpose because we didn't want you to get distracted with the cat memes and, you know, the, the, the neighbor's <laughs> pictures and stuff like that, which is easy for us to go down a rabbit trail. But if you're really focused on and growing yourself financially and learning, you want to surround yourself with other people who are on that same journey, because sometimes it can feel lonely when you're you're trying to do this yourself. And so what we've done is we've built almost a 4,000 person community now of people who are inspiring each other to go deeper. And as Joey said, inside of there, there's access to courses and other small group coaching and other things. But we would say is that's going to be an entree into listening and seeing the other stuff that goes on. You're going to start to see podcasts that we have and we're uh, different webinars and things that we're doing. So there's tons and tons of free information we want to constantly pour into you so that you learn. And then when you can pick up to a point where you say, I feel like this is where I need help in, there's a chance in there for people to raise their hand and to jump onto a 15 minute call with a coach so that they can start to get more direction of the path that's going to help them get to where they want to faster. So just to be clear, it's wealth without wallstreet.com forward slash community. That's correct. Absolutely. Um, both of you, if you will just kind of take a minute or two each here and give the listeners one last piece of advice before we conclude today. What I would say, Steve, is kind of where we began is I really pray that this empowers you to think much bigger than your current circumstances. The world around you is... Um, it, it's, it's confusing at best right now. And it, it, if you allow your surroundings to kind of dictate who you are and how you respond, you're going to potentially give up and you're potentially going to just accept what is being done around you. And what I believe Wealth Without Wall Street is and hope that it is for you as well is it's a place that empowers you to say, I don't have to just put up with what I've been given. Like I can make changes little by little or really quickly. I mean, there's options to do both. And, uh, and hopefully you have the ability to do that through a community like ours. One of the things I would say in this add on to what we talked about a little bit earlier, but I would challenge you to sit down this evening and write out the answers to these three questions. What do I want to be? Who do I want to be, right? It, what, what is it that if I was to ideally look at my life and I would just say, this is where I want to be, who do I have to be to do that? What do I want to have? And that could be tangible physical things, but it also could, could be family, right? For some people, there may be that they want a spouse. Maybe they want kids. Maybe they want grandkids. Whatever those things are. And so who do I want to be, what I want to have in order to get to those things? And so I would say when you, you answer these questions for yourself, you can, I would, I would encourage you to take pictures, like go online and, and um, figure out the things that I want to uh, be, do, and have. And, and whatever those images are for you, create yourself a screensaver that sits in front of you daily. That reminds you, I'm sitting here looking at, uh, at Joey's and I'm, I'm able to see what he wants to be, do and have. And I know that that is an encouragement to him to remind him of how he wants to be a better dad, where he wants to travel to, the impact that he wants to have in people's life, how he wants to be a better husband. These are things that I would say, if you would put these goals before you, your brain is an amazing tool and it's going to constantly be working in the subconscious to get you to that thing. So who do I want to be? What do I want to have? And what do I need to do to accomplish it? Wealth Without Wall Street, Joey Murray and Russ Morgan. Guys, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for being on the show with us here today. Grateful to be here. Thank it's you. always a pleasure, man. Thank you. I don't know what you learned this time. Um, maybe you even need to go back and listen to the other interview that I did with these gentlemen so that you too 
um, can learn all that you can learn from them and you can learn how to begin to be able to develop wealth in your own life without necessarily having to have to play the roulette wheel that is Wall Street and have some more consistent things. They teach it so well and they make it seem so empowering and easy. I think that's really what we need. We need some tips and tricks that can help us move from where we are to empowered financial freedom. Um, and I hope each of you will uh, reach out and use these guys for those amazing things that they teach in the world. I want to turn the discussion now back to you. I am so grateful you're here. And I need you to know that I believe in you. Maybe you've never heard that before. And if you haven't, let me say it again. I believe in you. I believe you have the capability to drastically and dramatically alter the very fabric of the universe by simply being you. It's not the amazing things that really change the world. It's the most basic of things. It's a hug, a smile. The little things that we do, and, and that's not to diminish the big things that we do as well, but I want you to not have to put that pressure that we all seem to put on ourselves of saving millions and curing cancer and doing things that are so dramatically big in the world that it's then powerful, it's then worth it, it then qualifies as something. Rather, I encourage you to think of, what do I do every day? How can I show up today as the best version of myself? What can I do so that in all that I do, I am helping, serving, and making the life better of the people that I was put on this planet specifically for? Each of us has a powerful purpose. Each of us has things that we can teach I mean, it's the age-old, each one teach one. The whole reason why that works is because just as we need to learn from somebody else, we all also have things that we need to teach to others. And yes, some of that is about learning something and passing it on, like that phrase is originally intended. And some of it's just simply about embracing the amazingness that is that person that's you and beginning to share that with the world right here, right where you are. Uh, my little granddaughter, I love her so much. She's so much bigger now, but back even when she was eight years old, um, she wrote her first international best-selling book, and the book was about meeting her best friend at the time. It was what she knew at the time, and she could share with the world what it's like to identify in the world somebody that your heart connects with and that is that forever person in your life. A lot of times as adults, we forget what that's like and we don't know how to do it. And it was an amazing little book that she wrote that shared it, made her an international bestseller, was fun for her, but it was also very powerful. It was a great way of sharing with you how you can take the things that you know right now and begin to teach them to the people who don't know them yet. Maybe it's something as simple as this is how you make the bed. Or maybe it's something big and huge and amazing and you cure cancer with it. Either way, it's powerful because it's you. And I want you to hear that because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose and the world needs you. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I hope that you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You are-